True Crime. I'm your host, Breaker. If you haven't already, please hit the subscribe button and tell a friend today. Today we'll be covering the case of the lying bug killer. With that said, on with the show. On 12 April 2007, between 0920 and 1000 hours, 21-year-old Masumi Watanabe went out to the local food land like she did every day. She was 5 foot, 100 pounds, Japanese, with black hair and brown eyes. Having poor vision, she wore silver-framed prescription glasses. She walked down Pupukea Road like she did every day when, when witnesses observed her getting into a termite and pest control truck at the Pupukea uh, Foodland. They also stated that Masumi looked, quote, confused, unquote, and was not speaking to the Caucasian driver. Masumi was never seen again. Masumi had come to Hawaii to be on her own for a while. She loved it in Hawaii. She had been here once before and loved it so much that she wanted to come back to see more of the natural beauty of the state. Her favorite foods are spam and hamburgers. Her favorite music is pop. She liked to play video games in her spare time. That night when she fails to return home, she's reported missing by the people that she's staying with and they filed a missing persons report with HPD or the Honolulu Police Department for those who don't listen to my podcast uh, regularly. On April 13, someone contacts HPD and says that he confronted a man with a flashlight digging a hole near Kahana Valley around midnight. The man leaves in a light-colored truck but not before the witness knows the license plate number. The truck is identified as belonging to a Kalihi resident and the witness later identifies the suspect as the man he saw digging the hole. Later that day, someone else tells the police that she saw Masumi getting into a termite and pest control truck through the driver's side door on the morning of April 12th near Alapio Road on Pupukea Road. The witness later says Masumi looked confused and was not talking to the male driver. This would be a good time to take a short break. Then on April 14th, the pest control management contacts HPD and tells them that the suspect wa was working in the Pupukea area on April 12th. The suspect in this case confirms via telephone that this is the case with police. Later that day at the police 
station. The suspect denies knowing or meeting up with or picking up with uh, Masumi. On the following day, police collect Masumi's hairbrush, razor, and toothbrushes from her residence. The suspect is arrested at his workplace on an outstanding traffic warrant the following day. His personal and company trucks are confiscated by the police. Before he can be interviewed by police, he requests an attorney. Then on April 17th, police find a pair of glasses in the suspect's company vehicle and blood on the front right seat and front right door panel. Two days later, police interview Masumi's parents who say she's an extremely shy person and would not enter a stranger's vehicle. Her father says she would struggle if she, if she had to defend herself. Masumi was scheduled to return to Japan on that day. Over the next several days, the DNA that was sent to the lab comes back and the analyze, analyzing of the glasses found in the suspect's truck is done and it is found to be a match to Kirk Langford and Masumi. Kirk is arrested on April 26th and is terminated from his job at the pest control company the following day. Kirk is then charged with second degree murder and the bail is set at $1 million. And of course he pleads, you guessed it, not guilty. Kirk's trial is scheduled, then postponed, then comes again, comes up again, then postponed, comes up again, then is postponed again, then is finally rescheduled for March 4 of 2008. Masumi's parents also make a plea to the public for help with finding their daughter since Kirk isn't telling police where Masumi's body is. During the trial, Kirk testifies he, quote, accidentally, unquote, hits Masumi. He tries to take her home, but she gets out of the truck while the truck is moving. She hits her head on a rock and dies. He then dumped her body into the ocean after trying to dig a hole, almost getting caught by someone. The jury didn't believe him, luckily and found him guilty of second-degree murder. The parole board, uh, sidebar, I don't know why they, they handled the sentencing here in Hawaii. That's something I'll have to look, forward, uh, look into and get back to you guys at a future date on. Anyhow, sentenced him to 150 years in prison. He would have to serve at least one-third of this or 50 years before, before becoming eligible for parole. Masumi's family still hopes that her body will be found. HPD doesn't believe that Kirk dumped her body in the ocean because if he had, her body would have dumped, would have washed up onto the shore.
If you have any information about where her body is or any relevant information on this case, please call H contact HPD or Crime Stoppers. You may remain anonymous. I have these numbers on the links and resources page on my on my website at www.darkersidepodcast.com. One of the things I usually discuss towards the ending of the episode is was there any justice? In this case, I would say yes and no. Yes, there was some. The perp went to jail. I would say they got the right guy seeing all the witness accounts and... Uh, all the damning evidence and the DNA places him right there at the scene well well, uh, the scene meaning the truck um, not really as in Masumi hasn't been able to go home no body and only 50 years for homicide something wrong with that And he may already be out because of COVID. That makes matters even worse. Anyhow. Be careful when you cross the street. Don't tune out from the world with your headphones. Or don't play with your uh, phone while crossing the street. Or in the crosswalk. Uh, certain states I believe that's illegal. I think there's a law about that here in Hawaii as well. Don't quote me on that though, I'm not too much up on it. Don't expect the driver to be watching. You need to be watching as well. Uh, I've seen too many cases where one person expects the other person to be watching and there's an accident that happens. It's... It gets bad at times. With that said, this, this brings this episode to a close. Thank you for listening and subscribing to my podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe. Please rate and review this podcast if you like it. We are on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and wherever you uh, get your podcasts. If you have any comments or suggestions, please feel free to email info at darkersidepodcast.com. I'm on Twitter as darkersidepod. And I'm on my official home on the internet, culthub.com as Breaker. Look for the verified account. Mahalo and see you next time on the Doctor Darker Side.